My check, my check. Ready to go. Rock Ready and to roll. go, man. Boxingology Podcast, episode eight. Welcome back, Will. Welcome back. Pass it on. Pass it on. Pass it down. Pass it down. Pass it down here. All right. Yeah, we go. We just gonna do our regular, man. How you doing today? Good. We have the great. Uh, I was gonna say Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> this Jeez. is going. This is going on your compilation video. I know video this guy as well. for two and a half years, and I know him on a different name. Fernando. What's your last name, Fernando? Lopez. Lopez. And he is one of Boxingology's trainers here. Uh, day in, day out. Huh? Almost three years now. Three years, yeah. Yeah, yeah just about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When he came to Boxingology, he had a big bag. thought he was homeless. But he said, I wanna, I, I'm looking for a gym. And he stood here and has never left. You know, brought a lot of guys, a lot of good, pretty good fighters, a lot of pretty talented guys. Yeah. You know, and uh, a number of kids, uh, one kid, Joel Fanfan, that fought his first amateur fight here about three or four months ago and won by knockout. Yep. And that was real impressive. The kid's strong. Um, and then who's the other kid that was always with him? Uh, it was uh, Angel. Angel. Espinar. Yes. Espinar, Angel. another tough kid. Yeah. yeah. Another tough kid. And uh, also had uh, um, uh, Miguel Mendez, who was, I think, ranked at one time number three or number four in the United States. You know, whose brother is Argan Mendez, yeah, yeah, who was a world champion at light, lightweight. Yep. Yep. You know, uh, so Fernando's been here, yeah. And now he got he got uh, David uh, Reyes. Reyes. Yep. You know, 2021. Uh, Metro's novice champion. Shout out to P2. And he has now Brandon Pena and also David Figueroa. Solid guys. Solid guys that are getting better. You know, they're playing second and third fiddle in his team because David is right now the number one guy. Yep. Yep. But they're learning from him, yep. from Dave, and, you know, they're getting better. So Every they, day they're getting yeah. better. Yep. So he's, got, he's working with another guy, another heavyweight, uh, um, Miguel Lopez, right? Yeah. Miguel Lopez. So... There's a number of guys, up-and-coming guys here. And uh, Fernando does a lot of mid-work with them, a lot of combinations. Uh, they work on defense. A lot. They go over the game plans constantly. And Fernando is one of the guys that works the corners for Boxingology as well. I mean, not only his fighters, a lot of my guys as well. Yep, yep. Because um, Lord knows that I'm <laughs> constantly running around like yeah. a chicken without a head. And yeah. I'm wrapping people's hands and gossing and... Sonia calls me, do this, I have to jump. And, you know, they told me to do that, and I'm all over the place. So Fernando does a lot of, uh, a lot of the dirty work in the, in the ring. Yes, yes. So, um, Fernando, I want to talk about your training philosophy because I, I watch you train in here almost every day, and you're like one of the most technical trainers I've seen. And yeah, I love the counter punch. Yeah. Like, yes. So let's, let's, let's get into that real quick. Like, so, like, what's your style? Like, what's your style of training? Honestly, it's, um, it's a whole bunch of different um, um, uh, style all together. You know, I have Cuban. I like to use um, the American. Um, also, uh, the Russian, very strong fighter. Yeah. And um, Cuban, you know, they got a lot of footwork, a lot of technique. So, you know, and also the people from Europe, you know, it's, it's, it's very tactic and they use you know the, the, the body they use the footwork they use you know the strings mm -hmm. and I like that you know and I like to teach my my, my, my really style is that 
is 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 using the <clears throat> um, the angle that 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 you know or 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 the the way that you can avoid any kind of you know punishment. Yeah, that. yeah. Boxing is about angles. Yeah. That's my really. Uh, um, that's that's my style. So Fernando, give us a background. How did you come about boxing? How did you start boxing? Was it from Dominican Republic? Was it in the United States? No, I started in Dominican Republic, yeah, when I was little, yeah. You know, I sh I'm a short guy, and, you know... When you you you're taller than Will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're a short guy, you, you know, a lot of people... I think Tarion from him. Game of Thrones <laughs> might be a little taller than me, too. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, um, hey, you know, when you live in the hood, you... you you gotta, you gotta learn how to defend yourself. That's a fact, yeah. So, so you know, everything started like that. You know, I, I say, you know what, I'm a short guy, so I gotta try and, you know, learn how to defend myself. So, everything started like that. Do you have any amateur fights? Yeah, I have like 14 fights. Okay, 14 amateur fights. 14, yeah. Is it all in the Dominican Republic? Uh, it was, no, there was two or three over there, but the rest was here. Okay, nice, nice. How, how long have you been training? I've been training. I started doing a, a professional fighter, fighter, you know, fighter mm -hmm. before I just be in a um, um, training amateur fighter. But I've been in the game for now for like maybe ten years, maybe a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But I can say ten years. Now Dominicans love their baseball. They love their baseball. And I come from the town that. They play a lot of baseball. So what what led you to boxing? Well, like I said, you know, I know how I play baseball. And I, I'm doing good because, like I said, you know, I come from the town that a lot of good players. And, and Billy, like Sammy Sosa, um, um, uh, Robinson Cano, mm -hmm. Reyes. There's a lot of players. Yeah, Jose you know, Reyes. Yeah. Robinson Cano, yep. But, you know, I decided being, you know, you know, boxer because, like I said, you know, when you, you know, when you live in the hood, you know, your concern is defend you. You know what I'm saying? So that's my, my really. That's what got you in there. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I. That's that's how a lot of guys get into it. I mean, you want to defend yourself. You want to protect your family or whatever the case. You live in a rough neighborhood and. Exactly. You go to the boxing gym. Like Do they push boxing big over there? No, not, not like a, like 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 baseball. Baseball is king. But now they can more family now because you know we have like we've been had like right now like twenty or twenty five, twenty four uh, world champions. So you know they get much better over there. You know um, we got like couple um, um, gold medal in the in the Olympic. So they're getting better now, you know. Um, the government trying to, you know, pushing, you know, the young people doing boxing too, like that, like baseball. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. One of your favorite fighters growing up is Felix Trinidad. Yes. So uh, he's, I know he's Puerto Rican. Yes. Great fighter. Um, so what what made what like what you like about Felix Trinidad that made that your number one fighter? It was a lot. The heart, see, um, he came from the from the from the hook, you know. He come from the <clears throat> from the bottom, like you know. Like I said, when we live in the hook, you know, we 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 trying to survive, 
And yeah. we learn, you know, we learn the best thing, you know, we can learn from, you know, to protect yourself all your family. So Trinidad, it showed me that he got hard. And no matter what, how many times you, you get dropped, you know, you way back up and keep fighting and do the things, you know, to put everything that he had to put to win the fight. Now, where do you put Trinidad? Most people will say Julio Cesar Chavez, and the mm. majority, the majority, including, including Julio Cesar Chavez, will say Roberto Duran is the greatest uh, Latino of all time. Many of them, even Camacho that beat Camacho, Duran says um, Duran was the greatest. So, where do you put Trinidad as greatest Latino fighters of all it's time? It's like you see in your top five. Like, where would you where would you rank them? We, we talk about it's a lot of fighters right now. Yeah. You know. But only Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. Where you put on Latino? Um, like I say, you know, Trinidad is one of you know my favorite fighter. I follow him for a long time, and I learned a few things from him. You know that I like it. <coughs> but you know, I always say, you know, when when they ask me about what who I think is the good or one of the best Puerto Rican fighters. You know, including Miguel Cotto, uh, Trinidad, Camacho, yeah. and all those great fighters. And, hey, all those fighters was good. They do the best, you know. And they 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 put Latino, you know. Top, on the map, you know, yeah. On the map. And the people, you know, say all about, hey, Latino can fight. But um, I can say he... He's the best for me, from PR. For me, you know, that's my opinion. I can say, you know. From uh, PR, bro, how Kodo, about overall? Kodo do um, a lot of different, uh, different. But how about overall, as far as all Latinos? Like you're putting now, and I'm, the in I'm there. glad you mentioned Kodo, because people sleep on Kodo. Like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't mention his name when they talk about great fighters, he's period. A, he's a tremendous, I think he had incredible skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he wasn't just a, a hard hitter and a uh, tremendous skill, a total piece of shit as a person. Um, met him a few times, scumbag. Uh, shout out to Miguel Cotto. Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, but, but you know, I think it's hard. It's hard to, you know, to give you a position between all these great fighters. Yeah, they're all great in their yeah. own way. Like Now, Felix Trinidad, right, your favorite fighter. One of my favorite fighters too in Puerto Rico. Um, who did you would you would you like to see him fight uh, in that time? Because there was guys that he didn't fight. He didn't get to fight for whatever reason. Uh, he didn't get to fight Mosley, which they were close to getting that fight. That would have been an amazing fight. That would have been an amazing fight. Um, he didn't get to fight Ike Corte. That would have been a pretty good one. He didn't get to fight uh, Vernon Forrest. And that would have been a difficult That would have been fight. tough. That would have yeah. been tough with that jab. Um, so there was a number of guys that Trinidad did not fight. So, there, is there any fight out there that you would have wished, like, wow, I would have liked to see Trinidad with this guy, or I would have liked to see Trinidad with that guy? I wish to see Trinidad with uh, with this guy, um, with uh, Canelo. Yeah, but I'm saying in, in his time. Oh, in his time. In his time. Well, we can talk about fantasy too. Yeah, we'll we talk can, about we can fantasy. get we can get into that. We'll go back to that too. Hey, he fight with the best, and I I believe they rushing a little bit to go in 
a different weight class like he did. Yeah, and that's I agree. Why he, with the Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah, with Hopkins and, um, and with Roy Jones. You know? So with the Roy Jones, he was and, already... Um, there's the other guy that they're really, really good. Um, Winky Wright. Winky, Winky Wright. Wright, yeah. yeah. So, so for me, I, I don't think they were bad losses. Even they, He lost. But for me, they weren't bad losses. I'll tell you why. So he cleaned out the whole division. Yes. He, he cleaned he out did. everybody. Yeah, he did. Yes. And and knocking out guys that were champions. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Yeah. Right? He's hot. He's hot, hot, hot. What is next? He went to the middleweight division. He's a big boy. All right? He's six feet tall. He's a pretty big boy. He wasn't going to stay that division long. Right? You can see it happening like Tommy Hearns with their height. Right? The only difference is, I think, Trent, that was a little more... A little more huskier. Yeah. Right? A little more. Yeah. Right? So, he goes to middleweight. 154. Junior middleweight. Junior middleweight, yep. Destroys everybody there, right? Vargas. David Reed. Remember David Reed? Oh, Olympic, uh-huh. Olympic gold yeah. medal. Yeah. Next time out, too. Um, goes up to... I mean, there was nothing else there, right? He goes up to 160. Fights William Joppy, former world champion. Demolishes him in, in tremendous fashion, right? And then he takes, he goes for the for the final four, right? Because it was Keith, it was Keith, Keith Holmes versus Bernard Hopkins. Yep. It was William Jumpy versus Trinidad, and then the in the finals in Master Square Garden, the two winners, right? And he fought Bernard Hopkins. Now I thought an all-time I, great fighter, an all-time great fighter, right? In my opinion, right? So you have you you have to fight the best. There was nobody else left in. In regular middleweight, in super middleweight, he was cleaning the house. He's cleaning, the house. so he fought the, the the main guy, right? So he lost to him, and I thought Hopkins was gonna beat him anyway, but I didn't think. Why do you think they're gonna beat him anyway? Just like, I, I thought, I thought Hopkins was a little too bigger, too big. Mm-hmm. I think he was more aggressive, a little uh, heavy-handed. But he, the way he beat him, shocked everybody. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think the he boxing, the moving, yeah. the blocking the hand. It showed the whole new style of Bernard Hopkins, which lasted another twenty years yeah. Yeah. of greatness. Yeah, you know. So, and, and it was a close fight until the end. I mean, Hopkins was winning the rounds more, but you know, until they stopped the fight, Trinidad Senior in the eleventh round threw the towel in, um, and that was the only knockout in Trinidad's career. So for me, that wasn't a, a bad loss. There was no way to avoid it. He was beating everyone, cleaning everyone, right? Then, then he fights a few more guys, right? And he lost to Winky Wright, which I thought that was a good fight, match-wise. Winky Wright beat a lot of guys. He's tough. But he made him look bad. Yeah. Very bad. You can look in the box wreck. You can look in the box wreck. I believe, and I still remember the numbers, Trinidad landed, landed 52 punches in the whole fight. We're Rinky Wright. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, that, yeah, that, that tight defense. Yeah. Manny Pacquiao landed a hundred punches on uh, who was it on uh, Bradley? I think it was in the second or third fight. So a hundred punches. So he landed more punches than Trent that landed the in the whole fight. And the he landed fight. twice as much in yeah. one round. Yeah. So that just shows you how amazing. And these are guys, the three guys he lost to. All Hall of Famers. All Hall of Famers. You know, he fought Roy Jones at the end of his career. Roy wasn't the same. They both weren't the and same Trinidad at that point. The same. No, it was, it's no. more about money. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and the winner, their legacy goes a little higher up. So Roy won. He didn't even he didn't look great. Even 
Trinidad had moments where he hurt. Yes. He hurt him there. Yes. So yes. It, was, it was a competitive fight, but Roy won. And again, like With like he speed. like he said, another guy who's just the weight the weight difference is. Roy yeah. Jones fought in light heavyweight for most a lot a big portion of his career. He even went up to heavyweight. So <laughs> for a guy like Trinidad to come all the way down from forty seven to come up <laughs> for three pound for pound guy. One forty. Yes, one forty. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Yeah. He, um <coughs> excuse me. He he Trinidad won his belt fighting Maurice Blocker. Knocked out Maurice Blocker and won the championship. 140 pounds. Trinidad's great. Um, he's one of those unsung guys that uh, doesn't get his credit. Um, a lot of a lot of boxing fans who didn't watch boxing in like the late '90s, early 2000s, they they don't really know. They don't really know what he was capable no. of, what he did. Like, if if you don't know, please do your research out there because Trinidad, one of my favorite Latino fighters. Trinidad, killer, killer instincts. Yes, killer yes, instincts. Beast. He, he gets you hurt. It was over. He's a beast. Oh, yeah. It was over. He was a beast, and he had deadly left hook. Deli left in that right hand. I mean, it was just. And there's something very special that I take it. Like I say, I learned something from him. He's the only guy that making you makes the job. Yeah. Know, moving to your left and kind of with the hook. That with the hook. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Punch. That yeah. Was crazy. Trinidad. Keep talking, guys, while I shut this fan off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Trinidad definitely. I'm. I'm glad you mentioned Cotto because. Cotto's one of my favorite man. He's another one like he, when he when he like hit the scene like he reminded me of Trinidad a little bit. Like, they were different fighters, but the the way that he came forward, the way he threw that left hook, he, he was he was very similar Especially to Trinidad. The, the body work from uh, Cotto. Oh, whew, that yeah. that body work that Cotto would give you, yeah. And a guy like also went up to middleweight. Yes. And he he be one of the. One of the best uh, middleweight, I think, back, you know, in his prime. It was a guy from Argentina. What's his name? Uh, uh, so, uh, it's not Sergio. Is it Sergio? No, Martinez. Yeah, Sergio, Sergio Martinez. Martinez. Who are you talking about? Cotto. We're talking about Cotto now. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, but that fight, believe it or not, and I was, I'm, I'm not uh, taking away the victory from Cotto. Because mm -hmm. as much as I can't stand the piece of crap that he is, tremendous skills, and I rank him probably... Probably in technique, skill, and talent in Puerto Rico, one number one. Yes. Number one. one fighters, yes. Number one. Yeah. Because he, he could box. He, could, he had good, pretty good footwork angles, working yeah. angles. He had good defense, he good power. head movement, and power. he had power, yep. You know, he power. did a lot. He, did, he had a good job. And he changed his style body so many work, times. Yes. Body work from, from Miguel Cotto is amazing. Yes. But, the, but yeah. the Sergio Martinez fight... He came with those long yeah, shorts. Yeah. His knee was hurt. He had, he had knees, surgery. Yeah, his knees were hurt. He wasn't the same. He couldn't, he couldn't hold the weight no more. Yeah, but... But you cannot take the credit. You know, I do. I take the credit. Because he was damaged. But you fight, well, you fight a smaller guy. Yeah. Maybe a lot of guy in that, even with the, with the knee problem. So, you know, we got to oh, give no, he, He's a Hall of Famer. First a, battle a, Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Floyd, he fought Pacquiao, he fought Canelo. Like, he's been in there with the best, and that Canelo fight was, was a great fight. Like, that was a very good fight. Um, you know, it, it wasn't a unanimous decision. You didn't think I, so? No, I, I thought it was a little closer than that. I thought Canelo won. I thought he, he pulled away <clears throat> towards the end. Well, between, uh, Canelo and Cotto, yep. If, if Cotto would have stood a little bit more tagging him, 
and then move, tag, and move? Because his hands. You, you, you know, you know I, my, I, what I think about in that fight is the way. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, the, uh, Canelo is too big for him. You can see the, the body over, frame. Yeah, yeah he was, you can see it. And, you know, I think that's the more uh, uh, the problem that they really, you know, um, show in the fight, you know, for, for, for uh, Cotto. Yeah, yeah, it was, he was too much for him. Yeah, it was too much. You know, he do a great fight, but I think that was kind of a lie in the fight. So, so to change the subject from Cotto to some of the guys you train, um, upcoming fight? January 29th here at Boxingology. Yes. Uh, you know, you got a few guys going into the ring. Yeah. David Reyes, David Figueroa, and, and Brandon, Brandon Pena. Yeah, Brandon Pena. So, uh, um, you know, anything you want to talk about them? I mean, you know, we do the first spar today between them. And what I see is they have a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely I'm going to do my research for it. The opponent, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch him. You know, I'm gonna see, you know, what's the weakness, strengths, you know, weakness, training, and, and from you're not taking from there. You know, I start making. Let me tell you, sir. I, I was watching Brandon Spark today, and uh, he was really uh, getting up those punches. He was he was digging. Yeah, in there. yeah, and, and I haven't seen a, him do that. That was the first speed. time, yes. first time I seen that in three years in this gym. Yeah, because yeah. he has more power than both of those dudes. Believe then David Reyes and David Figueroa, yeah. and he doesn't go forward speed. and mm -hmm. land. Yeah. Very sharp. And he, I like today he was just banging. Yeah. You could yeah. hear boom. He was landing those mm -hmm. shots. The thuds. You could hear the thuds. And sneaky shots yeah. too. Yeah. Like he's he's dipping. And he's moving his head. Yep. Very improved every day. He, yeah. So so he day. has to with him. He's he's a walking time bomb. And he's a nightmare for trainers, because with him, he has a tight schedule with his job. He has yeah. a, a kid yeah. also, yeah. Mm -hmm. and he's a good kid. He's not a kid. That's a club guy. No, he's smoking, not, he's not know, a knucklehead. Drinking. He's not doing. He's really, really a good kid that goes home, mm -hmm. works. He, he works, I believe, in the, as a plumber, but it's his job. And I know it takes a lot out of him, and it's hard for him to get here. But if he could commit to these at least four days a week in this gym, he'll get those victories. Yeah. Hard, but he works you know, and, and like I say, he he getting better every day. You know, and you know, um, he's a very hard worker. When he come here, he work. You know, the That's technique true. get better. You know, like like you say, you see him. I I see him all the time doing a good work, but sometimes it's um it just let the hand go. Like I told him right after the sparring, like you know, I, I like what I see. And he told me like he he feel a lot of energy today. Even he missed a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And I tell him like um. I believe that when he don't put the stress, you know, just thinking about, you know, the sparring, you know, or, or, or how much pressure they're going to put on him or, or those kind of things. I tell him, like, when he lets, you know. Uh, his hands go. Yeah, his, his hands go. He feel, you know, like, he don't give it that stress to his body. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to feel more uh Confidence. Yeah, confidence. Yeah, he you needs he needs the confidence right. to let you it go. See him today throwing a lot of punches. So now, why is that? Why is a guy that hits so hard scared to let go of his hands? Why is that, Fernando? I think you know it's. You think he has? He doesn't believe that he hits that hard. No, he believe, but but he think you know it's like 
I don't want to say the name about the guy, the line right in front of that, but he told me sometimes is, you know, when you have a lot of skill and, you know, and and you calculate every move like how we do, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's what I like to, you know, that's my name, you know, the mathematical, because I like to calculate every move, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why when, you know, I calculate the move and any angle that, you know, that I can work. So, um, you know, sometimes when you put, like I said, when you put that stress thinking, we're going to come right behind when you throw some punches. That's true. You know, you put a stress in you and then, you know, you don't want to throw punches because you believe in, you know, what the coming right behind after the punches. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a mental, mental work. Yeah, today was one of those days I think he, he grew as a fighter because he literally was laying those punches on, on yeah. David Reyes and, yeah. and yeah. Figueroa. Yeah. He wasn't scared to throw. Yeah. And get more aggressive and, yeah. and get more dirty. Yeah. And I've been telling him that, dude, you gotta get more dirty. You know, there's no way you're gonna have that type of power. That's good that you bring that and, back. And move back. You say you, we gotta be, a, you know, a little dirty. I tell him right before the sparring, I say, listen, guys, you know, we working together. You know, we're in the same thing, but I want you working between your guys. You know, what I'm saying work. When I say work, I say don't. Don't don't wait in anything. Just you know, pull whatever you have to. If you gotta put some punch, you know, some power behind the punch, just go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Just do your thing. Don't limit yourself to to do you know what you gotta do in the inside the ring to you know. To, to you can't get you can't get better that way. Yeah. You can't get better that way. We gotta push each other. Of course, of course. So I like it. I like it. And all these guys, all my guys doing good so far. And uh, and this show coming up, we're gonna show up. It's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be yeah. a lot of exciting. I, I want to see, especially where, where um, you know, one of my fighters who are open now is David Reyes. So you know, I'm gonna pull a lot of what different work that we done in the past. You know, because remember, we before we fight two minutes. Novice, so yeah. Now we're going three minutes. She's round, so you know we gotta put more work on it, and that's that's my job. So I, I definitely and those extra minutes per round. They matter. They, they matter. matter. Yes. Once once you hit ten fights, you go into open, right? You go open, open yeah. division. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So for those who don't know, the novice division in amateur boxing is two minute rounds, yeah. Th- yeah. three two minute rounds, and once you reach ten fights, or or and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. and I will ask this to Sonia when she gets into the podcast, or if you win, I think two major tournaments, I think they they, they, jump, they you. jump you to open. Yeah, I think. I'm not sure. Which they should. I mean, you. Because you're dominating. Yeah, you're dominating the, your, your class. So, um, shout out to them. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Brandon fight because the last few fights, his opponent uh, was. Yeah, they pulled out. Vanished. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. I think in the next coming days, I might I might have found two guys for him. So, I'm going to go over it with Fernando and we'll talk about it and we'll see if they like it. Do you do you think they're watching your training videos and they're like, man, I don't want to fight this kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I have some. I'm not gonna say issue or problem or anything, but I had some conversation for one of my fight opponent. They say, oh, you know, I'm watching you. I said, it's okay, you can watch it, but I don't, I don't mind. Yes. they can see how we, you know, how we're moving, but it's different. <laughs> When, when you, you get in there, the that's a fact. You know, so they every, can watch every, everything they want, and I like to post it because I want 
you know, they see it with my see fighter. It, yeah. fight. You see it with Pacquiao. You see it with Mayweather. You see it with Errol Spence. See everybody's training. Uh, Bernard, everybody, Mike Tyson, from, from, even from the old, old days. And you see them fight. Everybody, and it and, and, and doesn't mean that they're going to stick to that. Yeah. They might be doing something different. Yeah. You know, they change. As a boxer, you're constantly changing and evolving every single second. Based of, off who you're fighting. Yeah and, yeah, and a lot of these guys adjust. Yeah. They probably work in something that you don't even know. Yeah. You probably seen something and they're getting aggressive and they're working on one angle, but you probably don't know the whole dynamics of yeah. it. They might be doing that angle because they want to prepare if this guy throws a different way. And Sometimes you 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 playing the cat, you know, uh, the fishing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I call it fishing, you know, when when you set up some punches. <laughs> now Fernando. The Mega Republic, the last number of years, has a wonderful uh, bunch of fighters. Um, you know, in your opinion, you know, some of the, you don't have to put them one, two, and three, not to disrespect anybody, but let's just say five to be in the safe side, right? Yeah. Let's put five of the best Dominican fighters of all time in your list, right? So I'm going to give you my list first. Okay. And like I said, I'm not putting it in this, any in This any is going to be a ridiculous list. Go it's, ahead. Not, it's not going to be in any order, okay? okay? Because I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, and you got to really dissect that. Um, Johan Guzman is in there, yes. right? Incredible former yes. world champion. Mm -hmm. Very biased on this because I used to be a sparring partner here, for him. Here we go. I got Pito Sanchez, Dominican fighter who, uh, you know, had a, a draw with Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. He had a draw with Manny Pacquiao. He lost to Marco Antonio Barrera, but dropped him in the last round. Hall of Famer. And fought Juan Miguel Marquez, you know. Um, a guy I fought, Elio Rojas. He had 215 amateur victories, two losses. Fought at the Goodwill Games, the Pan Am Games. That's ridiculous. Was in Olympic tryouts, things like that. Actually, very, very good friend of his. He's going to be joining the show in February, so we're going to have a good time. Um, and he was a world champion, yes. WBC world champion, and also and, uh, and lost to Mikey Garcia and Johnny Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, one of Dominican's greats, right? Yeah, so that's I four. I up a little bit for uh, Garcia fight. For the Garcia yeah. fight. And then the fifth guy, and like I said, fifth guy could be number one. I'm just putting it there. Marky Sosa. Marky Sosa. Yes. Did you name five? I named five. I mean, John Guzman, Agapito Sanchez, Elio mm -hmm. Rojas, Marcus Sosa, and... Uh, That's five. That's five. Oh, I named five there, yeah. right? No, you named four. No, no, it can't be. Yeah. So, John Guzman. Yeah. Agapito Sanchez. Mm -hmm. Sosa. Sosa. Rojas. Elio Rojas. Oh, that was, that that was, was four. four, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I said Marcus Sosa, right? And number five, number five, oof, number five. And there's been a lot of good Dominican This isn't fights. a bad list that you have here. I it's, thought, it's it would, a, I thought you would have been really biased, but it's not bad. No, not, not a bad list. Hey, like I said, you I can't stand Miguel Cotto. Trash can, man. You got to respect you But respect I respect his, his skill and talent. And Roy Jones, too. He did me dirty a number of times when I was younger, getting his autograph, and you know, wanting two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars for an autograph, at a at a at an amateur 
convention mm. with amateur fighters there that you know he's supposed to meet all these top pros and he's like pushing people to the side and then years later when he was humbled after he lost to Tara and then you know and Tara's gonna be on our show too he winds up giving me his autograph and everything and every time I see him I bring it to his face to the point that the last two times I saw him he knows what was gonna happen and just takes a turn and you know tries to avoid me but that's what I do when I see you yeah so so the fifth Dominican fighter, right? Fifth Dominican fighter is uh, I'm gonna say Argan Mendez. I was I was waiting for you to say that name. Lightweight champion, and uh, had a draw with uh, Lamont Peterson's brother yep. Anthony Peterson. Anthony, you know, fought a number of pretty pretty good fighters. Solid guy, good boxing skills. Not the hardest puncher, but had very 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 good boxing skills. So. Is the list similar to yours? Mm, yeah, it can be. Uh, John Guzman is one of the best, definitely. Absolutely. He champion two different weight class. Um, but my opinion, not because we, we used to have a really good and close relationship, but my opinion with the skill, speed, power, the way he's moving, um, is compiled. Where, uh, where, um, um, John Guzman. Who are you talking about? Argan Mendes? Yeah, I talk about Dennis Mendes. Okay. He, for me, he's one of the best Dominican fighters because, um, I've been in his career for, for years. And, mm -hmm. you know, I see a lot of different problems that he's been through in uh, his career. And you got to deal with that right before the fight. You know, they take a lot from you. Yeah, hell yeah. Especially when, when you're going to fight with for for um, let's say for uh, not unification uh, for um title quali qualification Quali qualify for, for the a title. title. Yep. And you be in uh, Africa, in somewhere you don't even know nobody. You don't know uh, where. You, Just where out of you your at, out of your you element. Know, that kind of things, and you know, I, I talk about things that I know. Mm-hmm. And. And he go over there and, and beat that one of the best guys in that division to to be a mandatory for the world title. You know, they they show me like how much hard he got. Mm -hmm. You know, he he fell and and couple fight, but he came back. You know, he did. do his thing. And but like I said, he's one for me. He's one of the best. Dominican fighter. And he came to this gym a few times. Very yeah, nice he has, guy. Yes. Yep. Very nice guy. And his record is 25 wins, 7 losses, 3 draws, and 12 of those wins, by the way, of knockout. He's 35 years old. And uh, some of the names that he fought was Juan Carlos Sogado. He knocked him out. Um, he fought. I think, look, uh, I'm gonna I want to talk about that fight. Yeah. About. Um, Cigarro? Cigarro. Because they fought two times. Twice. Yeah. One he but lost, one, one he won. Yeah. But I think I think the first fight between them it was Mexico. Like I said, you know, when you go outside or United States, you fight home? with you know, the fighter, you know, in her own home hometown, you know, it's different. Yeah. And you know, I, I think that fight was a draw. I can I can call it a draw fight. I remember <laughs> I saw the fight. And and that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. But in the second fight between them, I remember I was there, 
uh, I hope a little bit right before he left to uh, uh, England mm-hmm. and training for one of my, um, I can say my mentor, not my mentor, but I learned a lot from him, mm-hmm. from uh, that trainer, a colleague bird. He's uh, a really good trainer. So I help him up for, for prepare for that fight. And, and I was there when he went to fight. I remember, you know, cause like I said, we're close friends, you know, and I was able to talk with him about the fighters, the fight, you know, and between me and him, we, we make like a, like a, like a plan mm-hmm. for the fight. Mm-hmm. So I remember when, you know, right before the fight, we walk into, uh, for the lack of word, we walk into the bathroom and, uh, and I remember I see the, the ring and I see the same referee that working in this first fight. From the first fight. And we, we talk about a lot about the referee because he do, a, you know, he like protect the other fighters. The other fighters. So mm-hmm. I say, don't worry about it. I remember that word. I, don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about the ring. It's small, it's big, don't care. Mm-hmm. You're going to knock that guy. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me like, like he asked me, like, you think so? I say, 100%. And I got a video when he working at, at the mink with the, with the trainer, and I keep telling like, yo, don't worry about it. You're gonna, you're gonna, get, you're gonna be a world champion today. This, tonight, that's your night. So he, he believe it and he believe himself and- He went out and did it. He went out and did it, yeah. Knocked him out. Sometimes that's what you need. You yeah. need somebody in your yes. corner. It ain't, it ain't just about, the training, like the physical training, it's, yes. it's, it's a lot of mental training you need yes. too. So yes. he yes. fought twice. Yes. Rans Bartholomew. Like telling me, yeah. From twice, uh, one was I a got, no contest, one was a loss. Another, another uh, um, situation that I that I living with him and by the time when he fought the <laughs> first time uh, with Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, and I learned from that from that mistake that the training me. You know, I get, I remember I was, I was, out for the new year. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just uh, get there by, um, yeah, but the, for, for the new year. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was in the gym, you know, trying to do some ways that he got right before, like two days before the, the weighing day. And, um, and I see he working where he training. And the guy giving, uh, you know, like hard work, right? And we dropped like five pounds. We in 27 by the night. And you know he give you a piece of, or um, or um, I forgot what he gave him. But I remember he came back to the to the room and they're telling yo, you cannot eat it. What's a piece or um, um, like a power bar? No. It was a mint. It was a. Uh, it's like candy, something. No, 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 no. He gave me candy, the 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 day or the fight, right like half an hour right before the fight, and that was a mistake that yeah. he made that day. He gave it some. That's the uh, crash. Yeah, he gave it some mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah. So he gave me some chocolate. I said myself like, why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? He said, oh, I remember when when we get when we get there. We go to the locker room and he said, "Yo, look, I bring so two bar of chocolate," and he put it in the table. So, you know, I said myself like, "What? Why you yeah, doing Why this? the hell are you doing that?" You know. So I don't say nothing, but you know, I just watching, you know, everything, 
is around me, you know, like learning, you know, mm -hmm. I was very young, but, and, and he, he take it, he take one of those <coughs> parts and eat it. So like 15, 20 minutes later, you know, he can, can rap and he start moving, you know, and like Wilson say, you drop it. the energy down so low, like he get dizzy. Mm. So when they, they working, I, I talk about 10, 15 minutes right before we go to the ring. That's, that's crazy. And he was, he was, you know, we, like I said, we really close. And he told me like, yo, I don't know what happened, but I feel dizzy. So he go to the bathroom, you know, he put some water, you know, we, I put some water in his face. He, you know, he just say, don't worry about me. You know, we got this. We, he start moving again. He start feeling dizzy again. He mm -hmm. tell him like, yo, I'm feeling dizzy. I don't know why. So, you know, the TV cam and tell us like, yo, we gotta go, we ready, we ready. So we, you know, they're rushing us, but at the same time, we don't know what to do. Because, you know, men, they're always dizzy, you don't feel well, you mm -hmm. feel like, you know, like he's gonna pass out. Mm -hmm. So so we give him some water, you know, um, put some water in the face and, you know, just walk to the ring. And he get, he, I remember, I remember that time. As soon as the Vitaly man land the first jab, I know we're in trouble. Yeah. Because he's feeling the jab and start, you know, start throwing, his, you know, start working and he start missing. I said, mm. you know what I'm saying? But we already know he. He's dizzy already. He's dizzy you know. already. Yeah, you know he's know in bad shape. So that's the first time he get knocked out. And I feel, I remember that moment. To add on to that, right, to what he said about the chocolate bar. In the 90s, that's all every trainer no matter what gym, from Gleason's to where I was at, they gave candy. I remember my coach gave me a Snickers bar. What, what was the purpose of that? Like, what? I think, <coughs> I think they felt that if they give you the bar, right, especially watching the commercials, you know, if you're tired or whatever, take this, and it'll give you that little energy, which it did. It did give you the energy, but it's. The crash. The crash, yeah. That big crash. Because you get that high with that the oh, sugar, that, the right? The sugar high. The sugar yeah. high, way high. But you, you have a certain amount of time where that thing just drops. That's a fact. Right? Yeah. And I, I remember eating that and going into a fight. And I tell you, I was so exhausted. Exhausted. I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell happened. And it wasn't that I was scared of this guy. I had a whole bunch of fights already. I was like, why am I so tired? You don't even know. And I won the fight, but it was one of the ugliest fights. I, I really had to pull this one out. Mm -hmm. And it was clear cut that I won the fight, right? Because of talent and skill. But if it wasn't for that, I probably would have lost. Because I really struggled. I, I was through every round, you know, coach, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. And mm -hmm. they kept giving me water. And I was just so exhausted. And after the fight is over, when I finish, I, all I wanted to do was sleep. Mm -hmm. All I wanted to do was sleep. So I like to give a candy to my fighter, but not chocolate. I no. Do something chocolate no yeah. good. No, no, yeah. chocolate no good. But um, right after the fight, they check the blood, check everything that they see. You know, the blood, the sugar was low. Um, the the, the contaminant was low. The potassium was low. And, you know, and but, hey, I remember that day. It was a bitch knockout. And I that's, feel bad for me. It's always good to eat maybe... Half a banana. Get the potassium up. And it helps with like, your blood pressure. I learned a lot from marathon runners because when I ran the marathon races, 
I used to ask the guys, what you guys do? So they ate half of a, a, a bread. Banana. Yeah. Half of a bread, so you'd be full. The That's carbs. all you need, the yeah. carb. To give you some ener- it give you energy, too. Yep. And the apple and water or Gatorade, mm-hmm. and that was enough. And then when they drank the Gatorade, they didn't drink the whole Gatorade. You can't, no. They drank either a quarter yep. or half yeah. of the Gatorade. Yeah, just to get those electrolytes That's in That's it. Yeah. And I tell you, it was tough because, you know, you have bad habits. So I was drinking the whole thing and eating the whole thing, and I still struggled. But as time gone on, I was following their, the, the way their, their habits were, right? Mm-hmm. Drinking half of it, eating half of this, and then the, the apple. I had sustained energy, a lot of energy yeah. go, going through, yeah. Yeah. you know? So sometimes you got to go through it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's still trainers out here that I know that in my gym, but that I've seen come to this gym yeah. in fights bringing chocolate. I don't say anything. I'm like, oh, whoa. It's crazy how, the, like, the gap in, like, like knowledge of nutrition, like, even back then, like, they didn't even know that what they was doing was harming their fighters. And then, like, in your case and then in uh, Mendez's case, like, people watch that fight and, like, man, what's wrong with Will today? Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, he's he's oh, he's getting exposed. Like, they don't even know yeah. what's going on. Like, and this guy old, gets knocked out. These are old school fighters. This is their technique. That's their techniques. You know, and before them, there was guys that said, Run in boots. And I was one of them that ran in boots for a long time. And I was having a lot of knee problems. That's a prison shit. And I said, well, what the hell? Why are my <laughs> knees freaking hurting so much? It was running in these boots. Yeah, that's stupid. And then I had callus all over my feet. That's stupid. You know? And then before then, there was trainers that were like, hey, run after the chicken. You know? And do this and that. And, you know, I understand. You want to cut, you know... That's that's good for football players. They still do that like down yeah, south. Like they, ch- yeah, ch- chasing, chasing chicken. the chicken. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But I don't, I don't know. It's like too many Rocky movies. Man. I wouldn't chase a chicken <laughs> unless I'm starving. Facts. You know. Facts. So so Fernando, back to the question, right? Mm-hmm. So you named Joan Guzman and you ain't you named Argan uh, Mendes. Who's the I other guys? I changed Mendes, Joan Guzman, Elio Rojas. Mm-hmm. Um, one of that. I can say one of my, my favorite fighters from Dominican Republic is uh, Fortuna. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Fortuna. Nice. No, yeah, yeah. Fortuna, you know, is one of a dangerous fighter right now. Still. <coughs> What's the first name? Joel, right? Um, no. No. Uh, it's not Javier right Javier. now. Javier. 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 Yes. Yep. Yes, Javier. And I've been Fortuna. He got, you know, he got boxing skill. He got power. He can fight. Yeah. He can take. A he's he's a dangerous fight for anybody. Very anybody. Very he gives everybody a hard fight. And um, I think he's still in one of the top ten, and and one thirty five pound right now. Still, you know, then not too many fighters want to fight him right now. And who's number five for you? So you named four already. So number five. So you named Joan Guzman, right. Argan mm-hmm. Mendez, yes. uh, uh, um, Rojas, Elio Rojas, Elio Rojas, and Fortuna, Fortuna, right. and Joel Fortuna, right? Yeah, Joel Fortuna. I know. Um, Javier, Javier Fortuna. Fortuna. My other one is can be um, uh, this guy that won the title. He lost, but uh, Charlo's brother, one of Charlo. Oh. Uh, um, is um wow well, banana banana um yes Rosario. I know Rosario. Rosario yes 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 
He got stopped in that fight, yeah. but yeah, he yeah. he's he, he's talented. Yeah, he, he's he, really talented. He can I like be him. One, one of those yeah. fighters yeah. that yeah. I can yeah I can put in there. Yeah. All right, so you got three of the five that I uh I got. Yeah. You got in there. Yeah, I like your list, well. Yeah. But Marky Sosa wasn't bad either. No. Very good. No. no. And I got Pito was very. I good. got Pito, which is one of the good fighters, but you know about a completely fighter, you know those fighters. I can say Jenny's Mendes. He got a lot of speed, boxing skill, power, you know, moving, you know what I'm saying? He can fight, you know what I'm saying? He, he can come back. Um, John Guzman, a lot of skill, you know, a lot of difference, you know. Here's one more guy for you that's going to be here this uh, Sunday, George Arreyes. Heavyweight. Oh, the heavyweight. Yeah, okay. big boy. Are you like yeah, him? Yeah, I like him. I see. I mean, I watched a couple fights. Very nice guy. Yes, really, really Very nice guy. guy yeah. And I think the last four fights he was supposed to lose, and he pulled out these fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's putting everything he's, he got. He's 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 talented. And he gives a hundred percent into the training. You know. Yeah, 100%. can't can't wait to have him next week. Um, Looks like guys, George Foreman. He does, yeah, he does, yeah, he does. <laughs> which yeah, is yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah, he looks yeah. he looks like George Foreman, Spanish version. He looks like a young George Foreman, but with the smile of the old George Foreman. His kid is always smiling. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, because the young George Foreman didn't smile. Did not smile. He didn't cold. smile until he sold those grills. <laughs> until yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Fernando, it was great having you today, man. Um, yeah, Fernando. Los- Any, anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to want to say? Yeah, I just want to say that comment support. This show coming up. Yes. Um, January January 29th. Where can people show. follow you? Yeah, you can follow me, Los Matemáticos 23, and Instagram is and TikTok, same, uh, Los Matemáticos 23. And yeah, yeah, if you want to see some great pad work, definitely give give both of those accounts a follow on TikTok and Instagram. Yes. Uh, another question before you leave. Who is two or three of your boxing mentors? Not fighters, guys that were coaches that you looked up to hmm. or you studied or you wanted to be more like? Um, yeah, I can say Joe Kasaki. Hmm. Well, we're talking about trainers, not fighters. Oh, you talk about trainers? Yeah. Um, well, guys that were good trainers that you said, you know what? I'm going to be a trainer, but I'm going to study these guys. This is, the, this is the type of style I like, well, I'm going to take a little bit here, and I'm going to take a little bit here, and I'm going to take another little bit here, you know. Is there anybody out there, like trainers, that you say, wow, man, I like how he trains. I like how he, he does his things. I like how he expresses himself in the corner. He's I not like, He's not going to say you if you want, if you want him to no, say that. He's going to say me as one of the best promoters <laughs> in the amateurs because yeah. I get him good fights. Yes, <laughs> you you yes, are the Spanish but, uh, Don King. Honestly, I got my own, you know, I think, I think, I, you know, I respect all those trainers, you know, I think, I think everybody do a good job. Um, but I, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. one of my mentors I can say is uh, Lee Bird. You see? He's Lee, not, Lee Bird? Lee, Lee Bird, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's from England. He's mm-hmm. not a, a, a big trainer, no. you can say, but I learned a lot. Not what he's doing. And the mid or, or in the training camp or nothing like that. By mentality, his mentality, you know how he believe in his own stuff, and I, I I believe in my own things. See, I can watch you know a lot of different trainer, 
But I believe, and when you create your own style, and you do own, you do your own things, you know it's difficult to to figure it out. Your fighters, you yeah. see. Yeah. So, um, like I said earlier, I I say I had a lot of different, um, uh, I can say um, styles. Yep. <coughs> but to say to mention a couple. Um, Eddie Reynoso, not yes. what he doing on on the training, what he doing in the corner. Yes, yes. That's more important mm-hmm. because sometimes even you you know you have a good fighter and you know what we you know what they doing in the gym. You know, it's not only that; it's how you can judge any fight. You know, and you see your your fighter he struggle with some kind of Things that you know that you know he can deal with in different ways. So you know that's just gotta help him get exactly. there. Yeah, you gotta help him to 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 make that jump. And every trainer can't do that. Exactly. A lot of so, trainers can't do that. Yeah, um, I like that from um, Reynoso. Reynoso, yeah. Shout out to Eddie Reynoso. And and I say I say um, Roberto Garcia. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Robert Garcia is very good. Yeah. yeah. Very good yeah. guy too. Yeah. yeah. It's about the same thing. It's how he took in the corner to his fighter. And let me tell you something about some some of these guys, right? So I got to meet Robert Garcia a few times. Very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I asked him, I said, why did Mikey Garcia not hit uh, uh, Errol Spence with his hook? Uh, uh, hook, hook off, hook, hook Errol Spence the jab. The left hook, yeah. You know? And he was like, what? I said, yeah. Like, if Spence was throwing the jab, why didn't, since he couldn't reach it, let him throw it halfway and then hook, hook his it arm. and yeah. land it on his arm. Yeah. And now you start getting closer. It's old school right there. And he did not know. And he literally told me, and, I, and I'm always going to remember this. He said, wow, I, I did not know that. You know? I said, I, I never thought of something like that. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that constantly, you know, in the amateurs. That'll stop you from throwing your jab. Yeah. Take a couple of those. To hear that from you, you know, because I always say, you know, I always open to learn. You see, Um, every day you learn like like, like a person. Yep. A human being, right? But also like what we're doing, you know? Yeah. Like like watching people, you Mm -hmm. know? So, um, you know, I always be open to take any advice to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he did. Because he could have said, oh, yeah, I know that. Right. And that's what makes you a great trainer. That's, that he exactly. that's what that. makes you exactly. great. He could have so, said that, and he didn't. Exactly. So, you see, that's why I say, you know, I, I, I consider myself, I'm going to be one of the best trainers because that's, that's what I want to be. Mm-hmm. See, I want to be a, one of the top trainers. That's you how you know, grow. When, and it's not only, you know, but I need my fighter doing work, you know what I'm saying? So I got to do my job to put my fighter in, you know, in that position yep. that people can see, you know, what we're doing behind. Because remember this, you know, you're fighting doing why you, you know, you're teaching, you know, what you really want. And I, like I said, to be a good trainer, you got you to gotta do your thing. You got to do your work, your research. You got to improve it. You got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta create your own things. You got to believe in that. 
and also most be importantly open to, to, to learn you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you learn every day every fight you know what I'm saying so from anybody yes. so Fernando what what um advice you will give other coaches that are new coaches that are coming up and you want to give them some advice and then what advice will you give fighters also well you know dedication I take this from uh like I said we overlearn like and I learned from a fighter, you know, when you dedicate and you discipline, you be consistent, you see? And I always say it this way, you know, practicing every day, mm-hmm. you need to come out naturally from your body, see? So I say you be consistent, disciplined, and everything you work is going to show up in the fight. That's what I, you know, my advice for the fighters. And for any coach, you know, like I said, I think I don't have time enough to, to be, um, uh, like I said, we learn every day. So, mm-hmm. so I believe that be humble, right? And mm-hmm. if you don't know, like, like a Wilson say this, so um, um, Garcia. Garcia, you know, take it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to be, uh, you know, like, no oh, ego. yeah, I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to make you a good, better trainer, you see? So, I think. Yeah, that's one of the things that I liked from Robert Garcia from that moment. He actually took that and was like, that's something that he probably will use in the future. Yeah. Pride, pride will kill you. It'll Remember, stunt your every growth. every day we learn some moving. And that's what makes some of these guys great. Yeah. Because they're willing to, like, okay, I just heard something today, mm-hmm. and it could throw a whole bunch of things, you know, my way to win. Mm-hmm. A, a new technique, new mm-hmm. style, you know. So you, you learn from everybody. everybody. Every trainer, everybody. even the ones that are not that good, yes. that people say, like, oh, this guy's not that. He might do something that you'll, might you'll inspire pick it up. you. Yeah. And, and, and you, might, you might say, you know what? He doesn't do it that good, but I see what he wants to do, and I could create it a little better. This is how exactly. I would do it. Yep. And modify it better. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. You and that's what, that's what Customato did. Customato saw, um, it, was a, uh, it was Slappy Maxi Rosenblum, mm-hmm. uh, Jewish fighter back in the 19, I think, 30s and 40s. He sure. had over 200 victories or Way 300 fights. Time. About 300 fights he had. And he had like 19 knockouts. 200 wins, like 19 knockouts, right? But his style was very much pickable, mm-hmm. you know? He had that pickable style. And he just, you know, adjusted. Yeah. He saw that. He took it from there. And he always, he, a lot of people thought Custom Model created that. Even Mike Tyson talked about how he discovered it, even Teddy Atlas, mm-hmm. you know? And Custom Model said it was through uh, a slappy Rosenblum, you know, Maxi Rosenblum. And that's how he got it, and he added on to it. He made it aggressive. He made it more offensive. Made it a better. And he yeah. created three world champions. Yeah. Jose Torres, Mike Tyson, Floyd Pellison. No idea is original. You know? and, and, no and, idea is original. And, and a tremendous trainer in Teddy Alice. So every, all these guys came out of yeah. the Mike Tyson camp. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you very much. It was great having you, man. Thank you, thank you. And yes, guys, sir. don't forget. Follow Los Matemáticos Los 23, 23 on Instagram and TikTok. Um, it was definitely amazing having you, man. We're going to have you back. You. And we're going to have a pick. 
I know you're a big Canelo fan, but Canelo looks like he's going to fight Charlo. Who do you like? Honestly, I'm not a big fan for Canelo, um, but I respect what he's doing. And I think Canelo's going to win. Charlo's a good fighter, but he's not strong enough to, to be Canelo. So we are going to bet 100 push-ups right now. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet Charlo. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm gonna bet Charlo. You're gonna bet Canelo. 100 push-ups. 100. Pu we're Man on live fact, TV. Matter of fact, we guess. Matter of fact, we can do 400. You already owe me 600. Yeah, exactly. 400. I want to be even. Wait, I want to be even. Okay. So 400 no, no, push-ups. We're gonna do 100. Okay. Because <laughs> right. you still haven't paid me my domino push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank yes, you for inviting me. And um. Definitely, that's a great time. Absolutely, man. Yes. Thank you so much, Thank Fernando. You. We Until will next see you time. soon. Yes, Thank sir. You. Thank you. It's a wonderful show today, man. Wonderful show. We talked uh, a lot of, uh, to Mr. Fernando, mm -hmm. one of Boxing Allergy's coaches. Uh, has a number of young guys up and coming. He also trained guys that were professional fighters. Yep. And we talked about his five best fighters in the Dominican Republic and how he started his career. As a fighter, he had 13, 14, 14. amateur fights and uh, worked with some pros and some amateurs. And now he's in boxingology and he loves to teach, loves to work on combinations and counterpunching, um, always learning. And very, very nice guy. Always yeah. helps me when I need help. Yeah. Um, glad he's in my team. And uh, please support him, Los Matemáticos. Uh, 23, mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, I think he's on Facebook, uh, TikTok. TikTok. And, uh, yeah, wonderful show today. Make sure you guys subscribe. Like, comment, like, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. You see we still in these bad chairs. Yeah, still in bad chairs. I'm in a beach chair. Yeah. Maybe next week you'll see me in, in uh, a trash, trash can. <laughs> a wheelchair. A wheelchair. <laughs> or, I don't know what. Trash can chair. Something. A bucket. Um, Milton, please write beautiful comments, my yes, friend. Yes, Milton, please stop. I'm tired of your silliness comments. Yeah, enough is enough, man. We are, we're going to block you if we're you don't stop. We're going to block you. <laughs> and uh, wonderful show today, man. Yes, sir. Episode number eight. Episode eight. Until next week. Till next week. Ciao, ciao.